What's up? It is Tracy Jackson, also known as the Spiritual Cheerleader, coming to you live with your weekly pep. Welcome to episode 22 of Weekly Pep. Um, I wanted to come to you on this last um, Monday of 2018, the last day of 2018, um, with a reflection on the year um, and intention setting for 2019. Um, this is not your normal everyday make your new year's resolutions uh, podcast. <laughs> like, this is not that. This is um, basically a celebration of all that has occurred in 2018, as well as a, um, I guess, celebration of what is to come in 2019 and how you can go into 2019 feeling more empowered and more encouraged um, than you would have in the past. Um, I obviously in past years have bought into the whole resolution train. I have been on the, a, a member of the new year, new you, new you squad. Um, <laughs> I, I've done all of those things, you know, I, I've even specifically gone to the gym on December 31st. So like people can't say like, you're part of the new year, new year, new you squad because, you know, you're coming in here on January 1st and you haven't been here all year. I've done all of that, right? <laughs> so this is a little bit different. Um, and this is indicative of the year that I've had with 2018. Um, 2018 did not go at all like I expected it to go. Um, I, I had proclaimed that it was going to be an amazing year. Um, I felt in my spirit that it was going to be, uh, you know, that I was going to get my spiritual business off the ground, that I was going to, you know, forge full force into, you know, counseling and coaching people that needed help in this arena, um, that I was going to, you know, really start transitioning from my my full-time job into doing spiritual work full-time um, and that, you know, it was just going to be spectacular in that way, right? And, you know, I love that quote where it says, you make, you make plans and God laughs, right? So um, that's basically what happened. Um, you know, last year, uh, probably a little bit earlier than now, like in November, late November of last year, I found out like my mother um, was sick. And I made the concerted effort after um, coming out here shortly after January, I think it was like January, the first weekend in January <laughs> last year, I made the the um, pronouncement to her that I felt that she should seek treatment out here in Houston with me um, because in, in just speaking with um, physicians and things out here, it just seemed like she was going to get a better treatment out here. Um, not really knowing what that entailed, not really knowing how that was going to go. And what ended up happening is my mother lived with me for basically nine months. 
Um, and, you know, we think about, I, you know, I think about that, you know, the fact that, you know, my mom came out here uh, January 15th. She left uh, September 17th. So I guess it was like around eight months. But, you know, it's close to that time of gestation, close to that time um, of, you know, women who who hold their babies in their stomach and and grow them to be birthed. And I this year, that's what 2018 was for me. It was a a a rebirth of sorts. Um, there was a dismantling of a lot of um, systems and rules and regulations that I had put on my life and felt like I had to live by because I, I, my world literally felt like it was crumbling around me. Like the one person that had been my rock was now not, I was having to be her rock. And that changed a huge dynamic for me. And made me, um, made me have to be reborn in, in a way. And, uh, because of that, my year just kind of went completely differently. I, I couldn't really focus on my spiritual business because I was focused on my mom and her help. And I, like, I didn't care. I didn't care that I wasn't focused on the other because that was the priority for me. She's the priority for me. And, um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because this year has been spectacular in so many other ways uh, for me. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do for myself this year um, as I was wrapping up the year was like to really go back and say, what was I grateful for this year? Um, and I picked three things that I was grateful for this year. Um, and the thing is, like, with all that I went through this year, you would probably say, are you kidding me? Like, you're grateful for that? Yes, I am. I'm grateful for the fact that I was able to house my mother for eight, almost nine months. I'm grateful for the fact that I was able to go to almost every appointment that she had. I'm grateful for the fact that, um, Right at the time when my mother was told that she needed like 24 hour care, I had the ability to basically leave my job um, and be there for her 24 seven. And um, it, it was a rough couple of months because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, um, you know, my spiritual business is not where I want it to be. I really haven't, you know, banked on, you know, being out here on being solo, but um, God kept me those couple of months uh, while I was doing it. And it was scary, but one of the things that I learned and one of the things I'm super grateful for is that the ability to surrender to it all to trust that um, my well-being was um, was basically at the forefront, that my highest good was being worked on every day as I gave it to God, as I gave the situation to God. And, um, you know, I, I was grateful for that. I was grateful for, you know, having that ability to 
literally not go to work every day and like just take care of my mom. I was happy for that. I was happy um, and grateful for being able to take care of her those months. I was happy and grateful for things not working out the way that I thought they were because it led me to understand how surrendering and trusting brings something even greater than what we could we could even you know imagine on the front forefront and so i invite you to find those at least three things that um that you're grateful for that happened this year and then pick on pick at least three things that you want to work on uh things that maybe you felt like you could have done better this year. And this isn't a time to blame yourself. This isn't a time to like nitpick and be like, yeah, like you didn't do this. Like you suck. Like, no, 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 no. We're not doing all that, right? We are celebrating. We're celebrating here. And so, yeah, okay, I didn't I didn't get my spiritual business off the ground the way I wanted to get it off the ground. So that's something I want to work on this year. I want to, I want to surrender that business to my higher power in such a way that I'm guided to, you know, show up and, and, you know, help in a way that is for the benefit of not only my highest good, but the highest good of all of those who are following me. Um, that's, that's my prayer for myself, you know, um, but pick three things that you want to work on. I want to work on that. I want to work on, you know, showing up more fully and taking care of my body with the foods that I eat and um, the work, the work and the workouts that I do. Um, you know, I I went from being a health coach in 2016 to, you know, this year when taking care of my mother, I just felt like, okay, I'm going to try to do these workouts. And I did. I, w- I was doing, you know, yoga workouts um, religiously at the beginning of the year. And then I just kind of fell off. And it was just, it was one of those things where when I did it, I loved it. Um, but for whatever reason, anything could talk me out of it. And I, I did not, I felt like I had put my health on, on the back burner in trying to make sure that she was healthy. And, um, and so I want to, you know, bring my health back to the forefront um, this year. Uh, also (laughs) set intentions as opposed to, you know, setting resolutions or making resolutions. I, I don't know about you guys, but there is a different energy behind intention versus resolution. Okay, for me, intention um, gives me a sense of wonder, a sense of awe, a sense of desire, like that I'm like putting out my desires out into the universe. Whereas resolution really gives me more of a sense of obligation, duty. Um, I feel like this whole energy of should, I should do this. Um, And, you know, going back to the working out thing, right? Most resolutions for the new year are, I am going to commit to working out, you know, three times a week at the gym, and then on week two, like, we're done, right? Let's not do that this year. Let's intend to feel better about our bodies. Let's intend to do something 
with our bodies that makes us feel good, whatever that is, that movement that makes us feel good. Maybe that's walking around the block. Maybe that's dancing in your underwear in your bedroom. Maybe that is, you know, um, doing a Zumba class. Maybe it's going to a pole class, a pole dancing class. Like maybe it is going roller skating with your kids. Maybe it's going bowling or whatever. Do something that makes you feel good that also has the added benefit of helping you keep yourself healthy. That's that's the intention. That's the thing that I'm going to do this year. I'm setting intentions around the things that I love to do. So, um, you know, have the energy and put out what it is that you want to do um, with this new year, not things that you feel like you should do. Because nobody wants to do, um, you know, the gym three times a week if that's not really their thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do what society tells you you should do. Do what feels good to you. Maybe it's going to the beach every week and swimming. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's like getting a membership at the gym so that you can go, you know, into the pool each, you know, each day and and swim laps. You know, but find what feels good to you. Maybe it's joining a dance squad or whatever. Like. a a dance troupe, a line dancing, you know, group, something that keeps you active, but is fun for you. Um, You know, I remember in 2013, that was what I was looking for. And I ended up taking pole dancing classes and I I enjoyed it immensely. Um, And if you are in Houston, Texas, I can recommend a beautiful pole dancing, um, pole dancing studio, um, which one of my friends owns. And I, I, one that taught me for, for several years, um, but it was something that brought me joy. And when it stopped bringing me the joy that I had when I started, I I stepped away and I found something else that brought me joy, you know? And that's the thing. We don't have to commit to things and say, oh my God, I've got to do this for the rest of my life. Like people change, right? Things that once excited you might not excite you anymore. I mean, I still like to, you know, go and, and dance and it's fun, but you know, I also love the energy of doing yoga and I love the energy of doing kundalini. So that's where that's where the forefront of my my time and energy is spent. Find that thing that you intend to do versus that thing that you resolve to do. All right. Next up, commit to doing at least one thing each week that makes you laugh. And I know that you're probably going, oh, what the heck? Yeah, no. I I feel like we're too serious nowadays. We we don't have that that fun factor that we used to have. We we you know, we wear the world very very rigidly. And we say, "Oh, all these buttons got to be buttoned and they got to be buttoned right and I've got to have on this jacket and this jacket's got to be on right." And we we have lost that flexibility. We've lost that sense of wearing the world loosely, of not taking things so seriously, of, you know, having fun, of allowing for change. Um, 
you know, so many of us get so in, <laughs> get our panties such in a bunch, um, our underwear such in a bunch um, from things not going the way that we planned. And guess what? That's life. Life happens. Things happen. Um, you know, one thing that happened to me uh, this uh, this December, um, just a couple of weeks ago, I got a call. I was out of town that someone had kicked in my door. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? What, what do you mean somebody kicked in my door? I don't, I don't, I don't know people like that, that would, you know, where somebody would kick in my door. Like, why would somebody kick in my door? I don't, I'm, I kind of keep to myself. I don't really have any, you know, I don't think I have any enemies like that. Like, what the heck? You know, and I'm out of town. Like, how the heck am I going to do this? And it was amazing what happened. Number one, I saw that m my neighbors obviously cared enough to call me and let me know because my alarm system failed. Thankfully, I've got a new alarm system <laughs> because of it. Um, and it's A1. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, my family, my uncle and aunt happened to be in town. They came to my house and made sure it was secure, made sure it was boarded up, um, made sure that to be here when the contract contractor came in to like fix things. Um, you know, I, the contractor I met was so freaking cool. Um, and like is now my like resident handyman because like I had never found one and like this dude does everything. Um, and like, that's, that's life happening, right? I was freaking out. I was like, this is not my plan. I'm going to have to drive back from where I'm at to go, you know, board up my house and make sure things are secure. And literally I had to do none of that. Everybody was taking care of it for me. And when I got back home, everything was pretty much done. Um, and you know, like my, the handyman came through and he was like, all right, like, you know, here are a couple other things that I want to do for the house to make sure it's secure here. You know, these, these things, uh, you know, you're telling me like, you want to do this and do that. I do do that. I can do that for you. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, but you know, I, I had to release control. I had to let go. I had to not let that situation get me down. I could have, I could have let that situation really bum me out and get me down. And like for that, that evening, when I first, it, when it first occurred, it did. I'm not even going to lie. I had a meltdown, but I bounced back so hard the next day that the people that I was meeting with were like, are you sure that your house got broken into? Cause like, you're not really acting as if you, <laughs> you had a break in. And I was like, no, everything's taken care of. Everything's handled. Like this is, you know, this is cool, you know, um, because I was able to see it from a different light. I was able to see the benefit in it. The fact that I ended up, you know, recognizing that I wasn't really alone. You know, I wasn't, even though, you know, I, I sometimes get lonely. I'm not alone. And that was something that really resonated for me. Um, so, you know, 
do one thing each week that makes you laugh. I know like that situation is not necessarily a laughing matter. And thankfully nothing was stolen. You know, I just had a broken door frame. Um, but, you know, I, I'm committing one of my intentions for 2019 is to do one thing each week that makes me laugh. And maybe it's watching a show, maybe it's like, you know, going somewhere, maybe it's just getting on the phone with somebody that I know makes me laugh. Um, to not take this world so seriously, to allow myself to wear it loosely, not let the world and all the one, the the horrible things that are happening in it get me down. And, um, you know, finally, I my key to 2019 and moving into the energy of 2019 is really going um, into this idea of visualize, feel, manifest. Um, I've been working on it uh, this past month a lot and it's been showing up like gangbusters. <laughs> and, and so I'm, I'm expanding my horizons um, when I experience something that I desire, I write it, I write it down. And then I, I literally craft kind of a playlist around it. So like, you know, right now I'm trying to manifest love in my life. So I have a manifesting love playlist. And on that playlist, I have, you know, two, uh, two meditations from Gabby Bernstein that are in that vein of manifesting love from her meditating CD. And then I have songs that evoke that sense of love and um, partnership. And I listen to it. I listen to it on like repeat, like, and I visualize, I visualize what it will feel like to meet my forever love and to like be in relationship with my forever love and to marry my forever love as I hear these songs, right? And so I'm feeling the feelings of what it would be like to be in the relationship of my dreams. It's not, you know, so so often we get caught up and um, this was one of the things that I really appreciated about the book Deliberate Receiving by Melody Fletcher um, was she really broke down how it was that we manifest. And a lot of, you know, Abraham has said it, you know, pretty much anybody on Law of Attraction has said it, that it's about the feeling of the thing. But a lot of times we don't break it down into that. You know, we don't want the money. We want the feeling that money would give us. And that feeling is security, safety, the ability to be free and do whatever the heck you want to do, right? So if I want money, I need to feel secure, I need to feel safe, I need to feel free. So those are the feelings that I try to engender. Those are the feelings and the situations that I visualize when I'm trying to manifest money. And the same holds true for love. What do I want when I when I um, you know, am seeking love? I want, you know, safety, I want honesty, I want you know, devotion in some sense, adoration, um, you know, companionship. So I, that's what I visualize when I, when I'm putting that out there. And so that's the, the wrap up of um, what it takes to go into 2019. So 
obviously, um, you know, just kind of wrapping this thing up, this one is going a little bit longer. (laughs) My podcast is going a little bit longer. But wrapping it up, use this time, use today, even these first couple of days of January to really reflect on the things that happened in 2018, um, to celebrate them to even even if they did feel horrible. I mean, obviously, like I'm talking to you about somebody kicking in the door of my house and I'm like, yeah, it's great. You know, but but for me it was great because I'm and I'm grateful for it because I found a freaking handyman. Do you know how hard it is to find a handyman guys? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> so around the handyman, I realized that I wasn't alone, you know, that my neighbors are actually looking out for me out here. And, um, you know, I realized that I, I didn't have to, um, that people did support me in a way, you know, and though these are things that I wouldn't have recognized had I not really reflected on it and looked at it for what it was. So take time to reflect on 2018, take time to reflect on the things that you want to work on, um, that maybe you didn't, you didn't get this year, but you want to work on them for next year, set those intentions versus making resolutions. Doesn't it? I mean, like my energy just sinks down when I say making resolutions. Um, Commit to doing at least one thing that makes you laugh each week. And finally, visualize, feel, and manifest in 2019. Now, obviously, if you want to delve deeper into any of these areas, especially the manifesting one, because baby, like this is this is like becoming like my new favorite thing to do. (laughs) I would love to assist you on it. And um, all you have to do is reach out to me uh, at my email address, Tracy S. Jackson 444 at gmail.com. Obviously, I'm on Facebook, Instagram. And uh, you can find me there. Um, I'm going to include my information on the resources page. I'm going to include the link to Deliberate Receiving by Melody Fletcher, just in case you want to check out that book. It's an amazing book. Um, I'm also going to include uh, information about, ah, what am I going to include? Oh, that's what I'm going to include. I'm going to include a link to um, kind of a year in review sheet. It's really simple. It's not not anything fancy, but it's it's a place where you can kind of chronicle down and say, here are the things that I'm grateful for that happened in 2018. Here are the things that I want to work on moving into 2019. You know, here are the things that, you know, I want to set intentions around um, for 2019 and move forward. And uh, I'll include that on the resource sheet as well. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that, um, you know, you have a wonderful, wonderful new year. Um, I thank you so much for listening this year to me. This is the 22nd episode. Um, I feel that is very, very um, synchronistic because I've been seeing 2-2 and 2-2-2 this whole week. So um, I know that spirit is like giving me like a little wink and a nudge. Um, to keep going and keep it up. 
Um, and I just, I really, I cannot thank you guys enough for um, checking this out and for following me. Obviously, if you are on or listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please feel free to rate it. Um, I would love a, a great rating if this resonates with you. Um, I appreciate it. And um, I hope that you'll keep listening in 2019 because uh, there's much more to come. And I, I can't wait to share it with you. All right. So I hope you have a great one. Hope you have a happy, happy new year and um, a wonderful New Year's Eve if you're listening to this on New Year's Eve. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great one.